What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Non-Refungible Podcast. I am Nate Digital, sitting with Crypto Cryer, Yaba Deluxe, and producer Fudd behind the glass. And today we have some artists in the building, some generative art badasses. Coming to us live from London, from the Morpheus Project, we have Marcus and Morpheus. What's up, guys? Hey, guys. Hello. Great to, great to be here. Yeah. Yo! What's up? Ne- never Welcome. been described as a badass before, but... Welcome. A gen art badass. Get it right. Gen art. <laughs> nah, he's just like, forget it. I'm badass. Take the, you can keep degenerative. I'll take the badass. After this, after this interview, you can go tell the wife or girlfriend. Do you, do you hear that? Yeah, yeah. I'm a badass now. A gen art badass. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, first off, man, both you guys, thanks for joining us. Um, I know we're on we're on the opposite side of the world right here. We're, uh, we're in the States, and you guys are in London, so... We appreciate it. Across the pond. Yeah, is that opposite side of the world? I am very bad at geography <laughs> and it shows. Uh, I'm just I'm just a, I'm just a dumb monk over here, okay? Yeah. Uh, me and you both, brother. Me and yeah, you both. Right. But um, you know, it's funny, the past few episodes we've been asking like the first question, you know, like how's this market treating you? You know, we got a little bear market going on. <laughs> so I guess we gotta start in the same sense. How's this uh bull market treating yeah. you guys? How are you guys holding up? Wait, don't, don't have enough don't have enough apes put it yeah, that right way. <laughs> and then by the time by the time this airs it's gonna be back to a, a bear bear market so you know yeah. <laughs> i, I, yeah, I yeah. missed the memo on the bull market dude like <laughs> what are you talking about everything one, just went up one like word you go that must That's all you... yeah yeah i mean for the apes it's a bull market for sure <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any Morpheus in that yeah, uh, Yuga the, video. We got that NFT Stimmy drop huh? yesterday. Oh, the Stimmy? The NFT yeah, Stimmy a... drop here. Yeah, yeah you exactly. need to go sweep some Morpheus, right? Yeah, you need to sweep some <laughs> my right. floors, man. Jeez. <laughs> we don't want to see Yaba's <laughs> graveyard right now. It's <laughs> Come over to my bazaar. Actually, Yaba, do you have any uh, gen art in that collection? I do. Uh, not Morpheus art. Yet, Yet, but uh, I have uh, Genesis Genesis blocks, Jenny blocks. We all, we all, uh, you know, got into that project, and I stayed. Got some void tractors, yeah. Right? And, yeah, yeah, and some void tractors and some census heartbeats. That was actually a recommendation from Cryer. Really love that man. I'm, I'm a big fan of generative art. Yeah, actually, we all love Gen Art. Nice. Um, sadly, Morpheus, you know that that was one project I tried to get whitelist. I couldn't get on, and I, I've just been on the sidelines ever since. So. Yeah, I might have to convert maybe, some Apecoin so into a... <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I might need yeah. the uh, the OG first, but yeah. I, I think I might have to go shopping later. Yeah, you got Apecoin. Get, 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 get you a Morpheus, Nate. I don't want to hear it. I just, I just, you can't afford it. I love how the fucking world knows I got all this eight point now. It's, it's fucking great. Like, yeah, we, we calling you out now, yeah. Nate. You got, you got money yeah. now. Slow did, did you, eight money. Did you claim it or? Yeah, I claimed it. I claimed it at like eight seventy, or no, I came, claimed it like around eight fifty. Uh, when ape coin was eight fifty. Nice. nice. But Yaba always gives me. Well, what's shit. it yeah. now? Uh, it's like thirteen, fourteen. Thirteen seventy five. Yaba's always like, "Oh, you got that eight money now. You know you can't you know, do this, do that." Like, Fuck, now he's right. It's true, man. I, I give yeah, him shit. Now he's not true. illiquid yeah. anymore. I can't complain about liquidity uh, right now. Yeah, I'm staking. Every, Yabba. I'm, I'm not liquid right now. Right, right. 
Are you holding on to it? Are you not? You not? Uh, I converted maybe forty percent of it uh, up to this point, oh, nice. so I think we're just gonna continue to diamond hand at this point. Let it ride. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you know, we don't even know what it'll be able to purchase in the future. So I'm looking to yeah, mm-hmm. looking to get a little piece of land. Well, so. What one of the only projects going up at the moment? So <laughs> you got to hold it while you can. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's truly just become part of my identity at this point. So it's uh, yeah, I'm holding on tight. Yours and everybody else's. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a different combo. Uh, yeah, we'll but, save that. Yeah, let, let's let's get back to the gen art stuff. Um, so I guess let's just go get to know Morpheus and Marcus a little bit. I guess just quick question mm-hmm. to both you guys. You know, it, you guys are coders, gen art guys. Did you guys grow up with any artistic skills, like drawing wise, or is this purely like a coding skill? This this is uh, something actually. We did a few AMAs uh, before we released Surge, the first collection, and and people kind of asked this a lot, um, and are quite surprised by the answer, which is like absolutely no artistic abilities at all before getting into Gen Art. So we probably got <laughs> into like independently got into Gen Art separately from each other in like kind of like early last year early 2021 like properly and had no ability to paint any pictures draw any pictures etc but actually like coding is a completely different skill and it kind of opens up to opens art up to a lot of a lot of new new entrants i guess marcus how's your how's your painting (laughs) yeah no equally equally uh, non-existent <laughs> i've tried friend level i've tried but failed many times but turns out we're good we're good painters with code now so we are the new right. generation of artists. Yeah. that's what matters yeah so you you know you get you you can get good at coding and then you can kind of like spread your uh, artistic wings right exactly you definitely have to yeah. have some kind of like creative vision for it you can't just like plonk some mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. on a page and expect it to look good um and it yeah. does it's, yeah since we're it's on that iteration, like... right no sorry i was just saying it's such an iterative process it's trial and error trial and error trial and error it's relentless it's yeah but you get to like things you like and you follow those leads more like a science yeah i feel i feel like like drawing or painting or whatever is <clears throat> similar i mean there are obviously some people who are seem to be inherently talented um mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. drawing or painting but to actually get good, you have to just draw Practice. the same thing over and over and over again until you can like draw in a way that looks pl- pleasing. Um, and like actually, a lot of, in my head at least, a lot of being an artist is just about being able to um, sort of spot when something that you or someone else has created is is nice to look at. No, I was <laughs> I was just gonna say, you know, it, it it's it's really dope because you're expressing like visualizing like art through code or code through art man and i mean i <laughs> i i don't know what skills that takes but i mean what what does it take to actually do this is it what some special software you're using um uh are you just writing it you know how, like how, a, tell you me got a blank you I got a blank microsoft don't. word yeah. page there and you just start like yeah exactly i mean can you do this on paint you know no, we're obviously <laughs> not we're so far from coders it, it's insane so yeah maybe yeah you guys no. can help us out. 
Def- definitely not on uh, Microsoft Paint, but no, you can you can use all sorts of tools, right? So there's lots of different libraries. Like we, we're doing it in JavaScript, but there's lots of different libraries that you can use in JavaScript to kind of aid with the like heavy lifting, as it were. But then on top of that, you've got to build kind of the infrastructure and the styles and the attributes on top of that. So like, there's lots of really good tutorials um out there for people looking to get involved in it but you have to have some basic knowledge of coding it doesn't have to be in javascript lots of people do in r and python but um yeah we're just mm-hmm. more familiar with javascript so 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 me and yaba we can't just go create some gen art we gotta, <laughs> gotta actually learn how to code man yeah God, you gotta, you gotta yeah. practice I'm, on it for nah, a I'll, I'll, I'll put a line could. here and a line here and <laughs> and press play <laughs> where's the play button at <laughs> so, so I can see it move. Are, you, are you guys familiar with ab wagme mm. ab yes yeah yeah he was actually an og in the yeah. in the surge community early on his stuff is his stuff is awesome yeah super cool yeah, he has a couple of tutorials on it, and uh, a couple of our members have done them, and they they've pulled out some pretty cool stuff mm-hmm. with the P five JS awesome. stuff. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, he was one of our uh, first interviews, and man, he he's that guy's yeah. awesome. That the, guy's, just the way he did his yeah. future drop, <laughs> yeah. like the way, it was super yeah, cool, it was very interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's very innovative. Yeah, it's just so clear that <laughs> that his project is like so far from a cash grab. You know, like I I love that when he just you know, put that much thought into it. Just, just the fact that, you know, you had to answer, um, you had to answer a little riddle, like a quiz and you had to get so many questions right to even be eligible. Um, and you only knew the answers yeah. to those questions if you had been involved in the project. It, it's just super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a free mint after that, right? Or, or did, did yeah, he we... mint with his Axion or whatever? Cause I know he had some coins that you had to mint with, but did he just, was that the case, Nate? That was after the free one. That was after the free one. Okay, got it. Oh, yeah, that is right. Um, I, you, you mentioned something real quick with A.B. Wagney say, saying how you knew him from Surge. Is there a community of, of generative artists that, you know, do you have your own Discord and you chit-chat and you share ideas back and forth or, 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 or what? Yeah, so there's a there's a bunch of different gen art communities, but we set one up for the, the launch of Surge as, as most uh, projects do. But I think actually, um, AB Wagme, we met through Twitter. So when we were posting some of the early content on Surge, he actually uh, picked it up, probably through the like Twitter hashtags for generative art. And uh, yeah, he liked some of the stuff he saw. And then like equally, we'd seen we'd seen his stuff as well. So, but yeah, there's like all sorts of uh, chit chat. But I guess the the difference between the um, Discord communities for like PFP projects and these gen art projects is actually they tend to be a lot smaller because you know you're launching collections mm-hmm. under a thousand pieces whereas you're not doing mm-hmm. like a ten thousand collection where everybody's like getting in and out of it every day yeah and on that on that point yeah, um sure. you know everyone thinks they're a flipper nowadays you know we're kind of in a flippers market <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so i don't know if you guys could just yeah. touch on that a little bit like does that hurt the generative art scene mm-hmm. you know you know, I'll, I'll, I'll speak for myself as far as gen art, you know, when I go into it, it's more of a collector thing for me. You know, it's something I'd rather put on my wall, something yeah, that, same. you know, speaks to me, but you know, it, it's still the case that everyone's just trying to flip everything. So I don't, I don't know if you guys have some, something to say on that. Yeah, it definitely well, no, I, that resonates with that. Like, um, a, lo- a lot of people like in the community 
are there similar to you guys like love the art i hear for the art but equally like this market is for flippers too right and it it does bring volume which is which is fantastic but you know post mint and post reveal it can often lead to a dip and you know somebody's got into flip it can lead to lots of unhappy people you have this like sort of dis disparity of uh, like incentive as well when when because it's like it's like it, when utility it's like it's a piece of art man yeah, like, dude. <laughs> what do you want <laughs> what's the utility of the mona lisa like yeah. sometimes art is just yeah, art, a, you know <laughs> and you look at it but you also have like you know it, it's not easy to get on a get a whitelist or to mint any any project now right? any project yeah, that sure. has a reasonable following you're gonna have mm-hmm. to work hard to mint it and like i think the flippers just have a better incentive like a higher incentive to get those whitelists to get on those minutes to like get those like set up those 20 alt accounts so that they can like win the luck of the yeah, draw sure. mm-hmm. um than than the collectors so i think you, inevitably you end up with <clears throat> a lot of the people who mint the project being um flippers which is not necessarily a bad thing but um you know it's just that's just how it is now right yeah. people are expecting people are we expecting want instant, instant return we want an instant 10x to yeah, at yeah. least yeah. now yeah it was yeah, a, yeah. 10x. and if we don't get to 10x is when utility that's what every art collector <laughs> says when they buy a piece yeah right? when, you, when, you, <laughs> when, when you fail yeah yeah <laughs> when you fail to flip you go and ask for, for about utility right and why am i in yeah. this project you go to an art well, show uh, and just say one know. token like yeah, exactly. When's the when's the token drop coming out? Uh, but you know, you you know, you mentioned you 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 launch smaller collection sizes in generative art. Is that is there a reason behind it, or are you just, or would it take you just an insane amount of time to generate, say, ten thousand of of these pieces? I think yeah, it's a really interesting uh, question. Well, it's a, yeah. Go, on, go, go ahead, Marcus. Go ahead. No, it it wouldn't take any. It wouldn't. I mean, it would take an insane amount of time to generate those ten thousand pieces. But that's not the reason why. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not really sure. I guess like one thing is, for me anyway. I think I think you want a. First of all, the like communities tend to be smaller, um, mm-hmm. uh, and the people interested in owning just art is pro- probably smaller. But also, like you actually want a unique piece. Like, yeah. if you're buying art, and mm-hmm. so if if you were to make a 10k collection of art, you'd inevitably end up with some that looked really similar. Got it. Um, yeah. And I guess that doesn't matter so much for like a an, an ape or whatever. Maybe it matters a little bit, but like you can you can add loads of little attributes like earrings or like a crown or whatever to distinguish them, even if every other attribute is similar. Whereas with art, I think it be very difficult to do that more difficult um, yeah pers- personally that's that's um that's why i i prefer to yeah prefer the smaller collection sizes what about you morpheus what do you think no i think i think you're absolutely right like to create yeah. that much art like you can do it right on a computer we could literally generate ten thousand in in like a bit more time but like you'd end up with such great overlap that like you'd no longer feel like you had a unique piece yeah. of art, which is obviously, which is obviously the point of owning it. Yeah. I never even thought of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Just turn it, yeah. turn a 1000 to a 10,000. You're going to have like, you know, maybe a couple duplicates. <laughs> Do not overwrite. Right. Yama? 
and I'm sure like Tyler Hobbs <laughs> or someone could could definitely sell a 10k collection. Yeah, um, for sure. But the like, how much would that helps. devalue his? Well, how much would it be worth in a year's time? You know. Well, actually, how yeah, many did um, Damien Hurst do? Damien Hurst does have a t- that is 10k. Yeah, it is 10k, that, and they are literally all the same. Hey, they are <laughs> yeah, not. They are all like, unique. One dot is one dot is different, right? One dot is different. They are all unique. And each one. Yeah. They're all different. They're Actually, all different variations. I, I saw a, a, a picture, an actual image of the uh, real life painting. And yeah, God damn it, it's pretty fucking cool. It's, it's yeah. pretty cool. Is, is yeah, it yeah. Is like, it? I, really big. I, like, I wonder if the dots, like if he's just bam, 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 or if he's like, no, this dot belongs right here. No, he's takes like <laughs> an, a, like ten minutes on each little dot. A, 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 he takes a ruler out. And... I mean, that's why he's the artist, right? Not us, or at least not yeah, me and Yaba and Cryer. Yeah, but that's but you see, this is that's one of the like one of the skills um, that I think the great generative artists have is they like they can make things that can like the things like the spacing between the dots that consistently good, even though they don't know what it's going to be ahead of time. Mm. Like you write that into the code using your particular style of like particular constraints around um, randomness. Yeah, and, and and speaking on that, do you like so? You know, we're 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 obviously not coders, so we're gonna ask these uh, like basic coding questions. So like when you get when you go into these gen art projects, do you have a vision in your head? Like you did mention trial and error, but you know, I, I don't know if you could just touch on that a little bit yeah yeah you definitely you definitely start with a vision like it's if you were to go in with with no vision i guess it's like setting up a business with no no business plan right you've got to have some kind of like end in mind or some kind of out structure yeah and then, structure and then how much does that end product look like your initial vision mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> quite different quite different but you're you're building <laughs> kind of around like a story and a construct um and what you're trying to do with the art is kind of portray that story. So, I mean, it depends, right? It, you, you, your outputs do look very different from what you initially imagined them as, but actually, like, it's a learning curve. And as you go through, you, like, adapt your outputs. And I think as long as you still are portraying in your final collection what you wanted to tell your audience, I think that's, uh, that's the main thing. For sure. At this point, you know, you're kind of almost like a curator. You're saying like you can't have a really large project because there's could be too many of the same thing. So you have to find that right amount of supply versus, you know, not having that um, repetition. So more like curating this natural piece. Is, is that how you see it? Or Yeah, definitely. And you, you also on that point kind of you want to have a consistent style. So you want the pieces to like be similar yeah. but not the same because you want your whole collection right to yeah. people to form a community around that so you want them to have like similar attributes etc and different color palettes but actually have the same style that people can bond over and and know that when they're buying the collection they're going to get something they like yeah absolutely all right speaking of gen art you know there's there's a lot of a lot of excitement going on in the space with metaverses coins you know all this other stuff does generative art need to compete with these buzzword kind of things? You know, I don't know how you see the future of gen art or is is art just one of those things that is always going to be timeless and, you know, um, kind of never go away kind of thing? That's a super, yeah, super interesting. I think the latter, to be honest, I think timeless. But 
there is some like really interesting use cases where you have like gen art in these like metaverse situations like in inside yeah, nanopass inside like yeah yeah exactly um but yeah i, I think more like a, a timeless piece right like you don't necessarily need utility like a lot of like people in the surge community for example really love having a physical print still so they love owning the initial asset but or the original asset but also having that physical print in their in their in real life house as you would yeah it's funny because you know i was i was shopping for um some morpheus yesterday and yeah when i go through them with the gen art i literally picture it just on my wall you know like how would that look on my wall mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. and obviously oh, really, yeah. speak to me kind of thing but yes it, it's not just going to sit on my wallet i, I want to display it i i think time will tell though and like I, I also i do think that it, it will be mostly about you know about the art um when it comes to art but um i don't know it, it feels like one of the cool things about generative art especially backed up by um blockchain and all that kind of stuff is that um you can actually do new things with art so for example like a really cool example um i can't remember the project's name but somebody did a like an art project where the seed for the art was like a transaction hash from uh like like a memorable event on the ethereum mm. blockchain mm -hmm. that was consensus heartbeats i believe yeah yeah i think it was i, I actually i've it, yep yep i can't remember his own words but i thought that was really cool and that's like that is about the art because the art has to be cool, but also it has this other, yeah, this like, sure. this extra historical layer. reference. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like, like, like AB stuff is is for also sure. like really it's good art, but actually a lot of the value is tied up in the innovation and the the way that he uses the blockchain and the way you get access to it and all of that kind of stuff. So, well, as much as I do think that the art has to speak for itself and it has to you have to like it for <laughs> for how it looks yeah there, there must be there must be more to it than that but as a general as a generative artist like one of the scary things is you often use like the transaction hash in the uh, art itself so you use it to generate as like the seed to the art um so you as an artist don't know what the pieces are going to look like until they actually reveal themselves when people buy it man yeah that's that's such a fascinating aspect yeah like i love that yeah I, I i will say i don't think that the like people want the same things that they do from pfp projects like i don't mm -hmm. think that's so true people yeah. want a token i don't think yeah they want like land or whatever <laughs> um <laughs> yeah when morpheus <laughs> token we're, yeah, we're, we're surge land. Can I stake my surge, surge averse. <laughs> we won't surge averse. Like it's a li little way off. Yeah. Having said that, we are dropping. Yeah. You, you're dropping land. Nice. When whitelist, sir. I'm, and, I'm and when's when's going to be the first like gen art PFP mix project? Like I know, I know we all know the PFP stuff is like generated, but it's not gen art. So. Ooh, I like that. I like that. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> let's do it yeah. let's do it <laughs> just think crypto dick butts but gen art <laughs> with some you know, generative art lines going through it i yeah, love yeah. it man it's what exactly. the space needs <laughs> yeah exactly what they're missing
you know, you guys mentioned some other gen artists, you know, at Ab Wag Me. Um, do mm, you guys, mm. you know, I guess, you know, the first part of the question is who are some of your favorite gen artists? Maybe favorites, you know, do you guys get inspiration? Obviously, Tyler Hobbs with the Fidenza project is probably at the top of the list. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to hear your guys thoughts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, Tyler Hobbs is <laughs> at everyone's uh, top of the list, but there's actually a lot of like great gen artists that are smaller in scale in in the community at the moment. So there's Mount Vitruvius, who just launched uh, Mind the Gap, which was an insane collection, mm-hmm. uh, his oh, second collection. Yep. You did see that. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the drop through GM uh, Studio DAO. Yeah, there's a mm-hmm. bunch as well. Like Rich Paul is one of my favorite artists in the space. Like his he's just dropped on gen.art and it's uh, one of his uh, like best collections yeah like he effectively creates like tw- i think 20 images in one image so you get one piece but actually um it's got several different sides to it so if you mint one of those pieces you actually get uh, like 20 pieces out of it so like there's some really creative stuff being done by like great gen artists in the space but those are two of my my favorite artists in the space that's dope. You know, that's a, and that's a really interesting point that you brought up, Nate, as far as like, you know, other generative art artists getting inspired by generative artists uh, or other generative artists. And, you know, I was just thinking like for this, this is basically going to be a movement. And I think Cryer, you and I talked about this before with, with Psych on Consensus yeah. Heartbeats is like, you know, the real good generative art or the good generative artists that that's going to be in collectors, uh, <laughs> uh, people are going to want to collect that institutions, whatever. But, you know, before that happens, For man, sure. I mean, you, you kind of need like a group of people and we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but like, do you, do you think there are, is there a group of people that, you know, like say Tyler Hobbs is in it, you guys are in it, the, the artists that you, um, um, that, that you just mentioned were in it. Do y'all, is there a group of people or are you just like, you know, observe each other from afar and respect each other from afar? you know it's kind of a a bit of a mix there's there's a few there's a few artists right now like kind of working as collectives but i guess like what's creating Mm -hmm. that big movement are these like new platforms launching so you obviously have art blocks which Mm -hmm. like launches uh various artists but there's also like some smaller studios that have uh opened up where you have like collective of artists creating this creating this movement yeah, I feel like you, you you have to have that because you have to have like that that push and pull attention like of somebody in the group saying like, no, nah, I want to do it this way. And no, I want to do it. I think yeah. this way is bit better. And then you just come to that like consensus or, you know, it, it's I feel like it's how, you know, the spaces are pushed forward. Our art movements are pushed forward. Um, you know, you think about the Impressionist movement or, you know, whatever other else movements that have been studied. They've all have these like groups and they're all located in one place is pretty much typically where they start from, at least from my knowledge, which is from one area, yeah, from one area, a similar artist, and they all get together and talk about the art. You know, maybe we're a little bit too early for that right now, but I feel like that's something that, you know, has to come along for this thing to really, really like take hold and take its own shape, you know, but I think it's cool and I think it is coming. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. I think like it's definitely coming and it's definitely happening more and more. Um, like these studios like often pride themselves on like having other artists like review your work um, so that they can give you a bit of a push in, in one direction or the other, which is like 
you know, which is awesome. You need you need that input from other people. You can't just launch blind and uh, mm. not take any input. Yeah, for sure. And that's another thing that I, I really enjoy about just the Web3, like the, the whole blockchain phenomenon here. It's like you could have started how we're talking about in one spot, you know, the Renaissance, Impressionism, all these different growth and, and changes of artistic markets back in the past. Mm. Now we're in a world market where anyone can share. Does that feel like that's happening to you where the speed at which the development of the artwork is happening in terms of like, you know, mm -hmm. you, you take a little bit of stuff from this guy's contract or you use a little bit of these different um, modalities in P5.js and, and see, oh, I really like that. So I kind of manipulate it. You think that's happening faster in the generative art space than previously? Definitely, definitely. I guess you, you see, you're seeing more and more like uh, inspired pro uh, projects pop up. Like, um, yeah, you're definitely seeing sure. more and more people do that. And of course, like you as an artist, you like you're implying, like you take um, bits that you like from pieces uh, like other people's work. And you're like that, that looks really cool. I'm going to mm -hmm. try and like emulate that kind of style, um, but in a different way, you know, I'm going to use that kind of style and Build do it, it in a different way, like my own mm -hmm. way. Yeah, it's, it, sure. it's interesting because a lot of the sort of like fundamental techniques, um, you know, like that, for example, so randomness is a really big part of um, generative generative art because you need um, you need it to create a random picture every time, but you need it you need to have some idea of what that random like what that random picture is going to look like, and so the randomness has to be like constrained, but yet look random still. And a lot of this stuff, a lot of the sort of algorithms behind that, were created. 20, 30, 40 years ago by computer scientists mm. or engineers working in the video mm. game or the like a movie or like CGI industry. And you're now seeing a sort of resurgence of those. And people like Tyler Hobbs are a really good example of this. Like he rediscovered all that kind of stuff and translated it into onto like a canvas. Um, and that's, and yeah, in that in that respect he's a real innovator and so like a lot of a lot of generative art is just like building on the sort of foundations that have been around for a long time but then you get this like huge because um there's so much demand for it there's this huge like resurgence of innovation um but it's, it's i guess i'm just saying it's nice that uh it's very cool that all of the a lot of the like heavy lifting has already been done a lot of the sort of like fundamentals already done so it's people can just pick it up and be really creative and create really sure. interesting stuff because they don't have to go back to the like ground zero every time so so i'm over here thinking tyler hobbs is uh an innovating genius and he's he's over here using 100 year old algorithm algorithms <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely yo dude nate chill out chill out nate what was what was the steve jobs tyler did steve jobs quote Good artist yeah, so copy, just, great just artist still. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> but no, all art is inspired, man. I mean, I, I feel like most of the art, you yeah. know, at least from what I see, is like inspired. Typically, oh, yeah. you know, they use it. They is inspired from somewhere else, of course. You know, and that's cool. That's good. I mean, it's you know, schema and a correction. You know, you look at something you like, and then you, you, you 
do it. You put your twist on it and make it, you know, in, in your view better. And maybe to a, a, lo- a couple worse. other people better. <laughs> yeah. Or worse. Yeah. <laughs> Every so often you do have these people who just like, who just reset it. Right. And they, they just say, right, it's all been over done. Everybody's doing the same thing. I'm going to do something completely new. Different. And that's, that's great. And that'll start yeah. another movement. And I'm sure in one, two years time, or maybe like three weeks, you know, how fast this space moves. Um, we'll, we'll see that. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, I mean, you, you see that with the smart contracts, right? Like um, the, mm-hmm. the, the ways to the smart contracts that people were using, even the way that people were to, like setting up whitelists on in smart contracts in September, when I, st- I started really becoming interested in um, NFTs, completely different to how it's done now. Completely different. Actually, that's like not a single piece. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, on that yeah. point, you know, you guys have the OG collection. Um, you guys have a new collection mm. coming out, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I'm sure there was some trial and error. You know, maybe share just a couple things that you you guys might have learned from the first drop. You know, like did you guys tweak anything? You know, I know we have a whole new a whole new look and algorithm. I don't know if that's the right terminology, but yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think that we still like obviously love the the surge collection, like love the outputs, like don't regret any of the outputs. I guess like the learning points for us were in like how we how we marketed it, how we grew the brand, and then I guess the actual launch strategy itself. So uh, to give some context, on on I think Jan the second, we were at about five hundred followers on Twitter. By Jan the twelfth, we'd like gone exponential or in in gen art terms anyway exponential and gone to around like 8k 8k followers in twitter so it was a massive explosion in growth and like with that brought like lots of lots of challenges etc one of those being like the setting up of a discord so like one of the early kind of mistakes we we made like being naive in discord was like we were trying to make this not like a really exclusive club and like lock people out, but we wanted like a strong core foundation of OG members within the community. So we kind of like let Mm -hmm. people invite a friend in Mm -hmm. first of all. So we had a bunch of OGs who invited a friend in and then we uh, kind of opened it up to the world to like 250 slots at a time to get into the discord. And that gave you more of a chance of, of getting on a whitelist. Now, one one of the big mistakes we made was we didn't check the or didn't completely check all the permissions on Discord. So we opened up <laughs> and immediately somebody right got into the into the back end, let like invites be open, and suddenly we were, you know, expecting two hundred and fifty in, and then the count of the uh, count in the Discord was a thousand, I think, at the end of it, and we were like, oh, a baby shit, mecaverse over is, here. Uh... Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he bought it himself. Yeah, bought it. Are <laughs> were there were there really a thousand a thousand people? That it's really that hard to tell, right? Like you definitely um, you definitely you have think. some bots slip in, mm-hmm. but like the links were put into like alpha discords like immediately, and people were just shot in. Oh, like as soon okay. as the like Got we it. tried as much as we could to yeah. like stop bots getting in in the initial invite, like putting it on the website, and you had to go through a quiz to get the link, for example. Um, but you know, still people are. Are smart enough to like make their way through that um within seconds and make it into the discord it's, un- <laughs> it's unbelievable 
Um, and then I kind of, the, se the second yeah. piece of, of learning was like, we initially in our first collection um, launched the whole thing through whitelist. Now that was like really good for the core community that made it in and actually had a whitelist in the community, but actually kind of restricted people from outside that community, right? So people who are outside the community probably lost interest because they were like, uh, I haven't made whitelists. I don't want to grind for it. Like nobody likes grinding for a whitelist, yeah. right? So that, that's yeah. me. Yeah. That's me. I'll there raise my go. hand. There we go. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't get whitelists. Yeah, we're, so we're so entitled to, in to the NFT lap. space yeah. these days. Yeah, like and and if you if you don't get the white list, yeah. you walk away. So yeah. well, most people do. Or I mean, either we, you grind and I think most people are over grinding we, right now. Like we set out like really early on because we'd been trying to get white lists for a few months when we um <laughs> decided to do the um do the collection and uh or to launch it anyway and um we set out really early on that we weren't going to make people grind for whitelist. It was like, you either get it or you don't. It's like minimal effort. Um, <laughs> because, just because yeah. like it's, well, I don't know, man. After a while, you just feel bitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that that's also a turnoff too because you have, have, have taken a pull, well, for lack of a better term, like, you know, crush the hopes and dreams yeah, of yeah. people uh, to get that whitelist because you said, no, you can't get it. So now, you know, they're, they're turned off. And yeah. They're, they're going and out. You, you, either, whatever way you do it, you, you're going to have a much larger pool of yeah. people who want access to the project than can get it. So why force the yep. people who don't get yep. access to it to like work for yeah. 30 hours or whatever, only to, <laughs> to not get it. <laughs> And I, I I respect that actually because I mean the 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 at the end of the day you're just gonna have some unsatisfied people yeah. right because there there are more people yeah. interested like you said in the project than that that actually uh, piece is available and even if they're not available yeah. yeah sorry even if they're not really mad they're gonna let you know on Twitter right yeah. they're just gonna fucking troll like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like I said yeah take it take a quick shot before leaving the Discord <laughs> gonna write, fuck like, Marcus and Morpheus <laughs> leave Discord <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's so many generative i don't want this piece out. anyway Anyways, <laughs> like, yeah, i'll just get it out yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean so it, it it i got i got a lot of respect for projects that actually uh go ahead and tell you up front like look this, this is the whitelist uh this is how it how it's gonna be and that's it you don't have to grind here either you got it or you don't you know yeah so it's you know that you can you can give them more time to go and grind in another way it's really uh, hard to tell though i think how to mm -hmm. do that even even because even that way um like is it like morphia said it has its like it has its negatives because you like lose you like lose the interest of all those people who just didn't who just didn't get it um like uh, part of the grind thing yep. is that it like yep. forces people to be in the community for an extended period of time which like mm, that is true that is true so, so i i honestly think we're in a bit of a like a bit of a sort of paradigm <laughs> shift mo like t time at the moment where the the whitelist thing came along because gas wars got out of hand but now for sure whitelisting yep. like whitelist grinding has gotten out of hand so somebody needs pendulum, to come up with right? a better method yeah. yeah, like some people, we were in an alpha chat um, the other day and they were, people were saying like, 
bring back the gas wars. At least I know how to win those. Yeah, <laughs> the good old days. I, I never really thought about that, but you know, that's that's what happened, man. I mean, the gas wars did like it, it's like how our grandparents talk about the war. You got then... remember the the old days of the gas <laughs> yeah. wars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to buy my <laughs> NFTs like my grandparents bought their NFTs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Our yeah. us, Nate. <laughs> well, I mean, soon I I suspect it. It feels like the next stage might be like you basically just have to own another NFT to get access to the to mint the, yeah. the new yeah. NFTs. And I don't know whether that—that well, was a thing too. Yeah. That already happened. That was the mint pass stage. That was that was before <laughs> yeah, the whitelist. Yeah, yeah you got to grind for the alpha pass <laughs> to get the whitelist pass. <laughs> to get the whitelist pass. <laughs> no, but you know. And like, then a new collection like, comes oh, out. There's levels to this. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. It's so complicated. Um, but the, the good thing is, is that like it's, that makes it exciting. It's not like there's a set a set way of doing it. You have to. You actually just have to come up with a with an innovative solution every time you do something in this space right now. And I think that's for sure. That's what one of the things that makes it sort of fundamentally exciting to participate in. Absolutely, um, like the wild west, right? Right, it is <laughs> it's, for sure. Yeah. Before you have them, what do you got? Yeah, man. So I, you know, again, I was cruising your uh, Morpheus, your uh, Twitter feed, and I, I saw a lot of interesting stuff on there, man. And one of those things was, uh, I believe it was the Good Morning Studio. Um, they had a cool piece. It, it looked similar to yours, and I, I was a little confused. I thought it was yours, but I was actually wrong. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know, could you could you touch a little bit on that? I mean, are, are you trying to partner with a platform or or what is yeah what is yeah it? so i kind of alluded earlier to like several different platforms at the moment that are like launching in the in gen art space mm -hmm. and like as competitors almost to to art blocks um so i think like we're, i mean just to clarify we're not we've not confirmed like where we're launching our second collection mm -hmm. yet um but we're definitely like one of the learnings from the first collection, right, mm -hmm. that we just touched on was that we want more eyes on the project. We want like lots of people to appreciate this next project. And we also want people to appreciate Surge and like get right. value for the Surge holders in the community. Like we, we spent a lot of time um, mm -hmm. like kind of trying to do some marketing, trying to get whitelists for the community. But actually, we then took a step in the other direction, which was actually let's do what we're really good at, which is create great art and get more eyes on this community. Like that's what actually it will be valuable for the surge holders mm -hmm. themselves. So yeah, just to touch back on like um, these different launch platforms, like they're there to support the artists. And I guess the, the benefits of launching through them is you get a much wider reach of people who love gen artists. Yep, I love that for sure. Yeah, so I mean, so there, and because there are a lot of these uh, platforms, launch platforms popping up. Yeah. I mean, we talked to a couple of people that are starting to launch their own, yada yada. And I see a lot of them, and you know, I'm in a couple projects that are you know pivoting towards being a yeah. launch project. But you know, it, it is interesting because it does draw like I didn't, I didn't think about it like that. I mean, it is like a another way to basically market your product, like a. Uh, like art blocks is one of those things, but they're a factory though. Is is this going to be like a factory where it's just, you know, pumping out pieces and 
like right and left or is it going to be a little bit more curated and a little bit more selective De- definitely like we want to go is um somewhere a bit more selective so i'll use gm uh dow studio as an example like mm-hmm. one, one thing they pride themselves on is actually they're going to do kind of max two launches a month so it's going to be quite like bespoke collections like and uh like on the artist side as get well you don't have to be a huge artist to get onto that platform like they do blind selection so if your art is amazing and the artists on the panel appreciate yeah. it you can get on that platform but um yeah that was cool we are kind of running out of time a little bit i just have i just have a few questions i want to ask you guys so you guys are in london um <laughs> i guess mm. how how do how do people in London view Americans? And then also, what's what's the NFT scene like <laughs> over there? Like, are are people you know <laughs> NFTs are kind of taking the world by storm? They're you know they're big in America at the moment. You know what what's the vibe in London? Yeah, for sure. Like, um, I actually had had an American housemate, so I'm a big fan of uh, US. She was from uh, well, she is from New York, so <laughs> I don't have any like. Uh, preconceived mm-hmm. <laughs> ideas of what uh, the US is like. <laughs> They're all true, by the way. You're preconceived. Yeah. If you did have yeah, general <laughs> ideas, and the and the NFT. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just saying the NFT scene is definitely starting to like boom here as well. I don't think as much as the US, right? Like, I think we spoke a little bit earlier before before we dialed mm-hmm. in about. Um, like the US time zone is where most of this activity takes place. So when you're doing your marketing, et cetera, you've got to focus on like the US time zones because like, I guess it's just population density as well. Like the UK has nowhere near the amount of people that the US has. So like maybe as a percentage, we like have the same enthusiasm towards NFTs, but uh, the number of people is just significantly less. So. A lot of the sort of like crypto, well, a lot of the crypto stuff isn't actually available in the UK. Like, um, a lot of the like okay. derivative stuff and all that kind of stuff is the US own, like FTX, for example. I don't know if you've used that, but like they're not available in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, I think, I think we are a little bit behind. Um, but mm. there's definitely, like, there's a lot of tech people in London. Um, and so yeah. inevitably, like and there's also a lot of uh, American companies here and vice versa. So, like, um, yeah, that people are really <laughs> definitely into it. We have we have our like. Yeah. So, so so you, so what you're saying is you still have friends that look at you strange when you mention crypto and <laughs> NFTs to them, right? You sure. Still have friends who you just don't mention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what's a friend? <laughs> yeah, IRL friend? There you go. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> A Discord, a yeah, Discord friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've I've got a long list of um, barbecue joints that I want to visit in, oh, the, yeah, in the US. Yeah. Actually, so I'm <laughs> let's hear it. I've got those three in South Carolina. What's your top? What's your top? What's your but, top? Before you say that, the best barbecue I've ever had in my life was in Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Nate. Yaba, you can Nate. say yours. Nate. All right, Yaba, what's Nate. yours? Come with it. <laughs> Uh-oh, Fun just came up on screen. <laughs> fun, fun, fun just peeked his head <laughs> out <laughs> behind <laughs> the glass. <laughs> Fun's from, from, from Memphis now. He's shaking his head. 
Yeah, where where are you from? Do you Clark? have the Do you have where the you largest from? barbecue competition in the world? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I didn't think so. <laughs> yep. All right, yeah. let, let, is that where? Um, I think Kansas and and the South would have something to say about that, or South right, Carolina would off. have something to say about that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Memphis and Maine, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. Now, Memphis and Maine. Now, Nate messed this up because Nate. You're the right. question was to. That's what, what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. What is this? What is this top? <laughs> like, forget the guess. What are our top five? Like, <laughs> what, what? So, what? What? What's, what's your top? What's the top one on your list right now? And and Frank, state Frank is it? Yes, in Austin, oh, Texas, yeah. right? We were just yeah, there, Franklin. and I've had yeah. Franklin's. But only because. Uh, like mainly because um well first of all it does look amazing but also it was just like my introduction to barbecue so um very very excited mm. he's got a great book I, yeah, <laughs> that i read that um i took everything from there's i'll tell you mine wait wait i gotta <laughs> yeah, tell, I gotta sell mine man you, nobody would ever ever notice there's this little small shack, shack. in South Carolina is called in Hemingway, South Carolina, called Rosie's, mm-hmm. and it is the best barbecue around. How far, how far from in Hemingway, it. oh, it's 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 super Go. far from you, man. It's it's, it's in the it's in the boonies, okay. it's in the country. So, like it's it's literally a cornfield right across the street from it. I mean, it but it's how, the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. Marcus making a trip. Uh, Rosie's R O S. Yes, you are not gonna find this, this on the dark internet. web shit. You're not gonna oh, find you gotta know a guy. <laughs> yeah, this, this 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 is an old shack, man. It, this Yaba's anti barbecue is generational, oh, wow. but you know, I'll, I'll when you come over, yeah, pretty much, man. So, so, you uh, when you come over here, you hit me up, and I'll give you. All right, so when when, yeah. when Morpheus and Marcus yeah. come to the states, we know what we're eating. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, on that, yeah. are, are we making any trips to the states? Any uh, IRL events? NFTNYC, maybe. None planned I'd at, be the moment, keen to go to at the moment. Yeah. So I'll see you guys yeah. in June. But definitely in, super uh, New York to go. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll go hit up some barbecue spots. Talk a little gen art. Um, before we get out of here, do you guys want to touch yeah. on the new collection? Because it looks pretty fucking cool. Um, I mean, I, I this is quite a different, you know, direction, right? From the OG collection. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So the new collection, uh, unknown launch date or launch platform yet, and <laughs> even launch name, but we basically uh, have built on the foundations of Surge using similar methods. This time we've kind of deviated from the from the flow fields, which are kind of seen in Surge and in a lot of different gen art spaces. And actually like, so, so Surge itself was built around like energy flow, etc. This collection is like built to portray like that energy being constrained. So we've got like more grid work, but we want to maintain like that uh, flow and the essence that Surge showed with the vibrant colors, et cetera. So high energy, but constrained in very particular ways. And man, these are so cool. They give me like a seventies, like record vibe kind of, kind of (laughs) deal. Yeah. There's some retro looking pieces on there. There uh, we've also like yeah, experimented this time with like uh, some overlaying some different textures as well. So like, uh, yeah, yeah are these like grainy a little bit looking? Is that what you're? T- is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it adds that exactly. kind of vintage look. Yeah, it's that's awesome. Yeah, and I definitely will help with the uh, canvas. No, no, what's the name of the well. new collection? What's the name mm, of it? Yeah, I need one of these. Oh, so it's not named. Okay, moment. okay, wow, okay. 
I thought TBT, I was missing something. TBT. Finally, he <laughs> <laughs> didn't miss it. Damn it, Yaba. Yeah, I'm here, man. You can't get me on this there one, Cryer. There is no name. <laughs> yeah. Is there a launch date? Is there a launch date that's confirmed yet or no? There's no name. There can't be a launch date. Correct. Right? There's no launch date. Yeah, no. No <laughs> launch uh, date yet. Off, but... uh, just a, it will be April. It'll be in April. It'll be in April. It will be yeah, April. So we got to launch a month. Yeah. It will be April. Yeah. <laughs> you got a month of grind, Yabo. We're going to shake it out of you. We're going to shake the yeah, we're going to shake the alpha out of you. <laughs> Generative art's a bit like building a house. Like you the the sort of it looks like a house wet like much like well in advance of it actually functioning well. So like, you know, like the decoration and the fine tuning takes a huge just as much time as doing the like, amount of time. The main body of the yeah. Yeah, and I, I, and on that point you can't have a solid house without a good foundation, right? There you go. That's right. Sure. Boom. Yeah. People need to start valuing generative art more, wisdom. man. I mean, there, there, there needs to be that point to where it takes off because there's actually effort and labor put into these pieces versus, like, say, PFP. Not to say that there's not a lot of effort there with, you know, drawing a couple traits and then hitting the yeah. button, the Adobe button. But hey. I, it's got to be a point in time where generative art picks up. For sure. I think we, we believe that. it's yeah. got its time. All right. Yeah. You know, there, there, there's a couple other generative art projects out there. You know, I don't know if you guys have seen Dickenza's. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, <laughs> you know, if you guys want to collab with NRN, maybe get like a Bubenza or, you know, we can we can workshop this. But um, <laughs> I mean, we, we, we could make it like a 10K collection, you know. I just saw Dickenza's. That's um, pretty good. That's high yeah, quality. cracked me up. Quite, quite high quality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 2000 as well. Yeah, go go through your whole life uh, practicing coding to fucking just you know (laughs) (laughs) and then sell out. Yeah, I love it. But yeah, guys, this has been super fun. We uh, super appreciate you guys talking to us today. Thank you so much for having us. It's been super fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We really only have one final question. Um, We like to ask everybody that comes through here. It's kind of an important question. But um, so, yeah, I'll just hit you guys with it. Marcus and Morpheus from NRN. We just have one question and it is, are we going to make it? <laughs> yeah, we're going to make Absolutely. it. Wacky. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I love I love how Nate teases that question. They said they listened to the episode, so they knew it was coming. They knew it was <laughs> listens to the end. <laughs> No one listens till the end. Oh, oh did we just listen to the end, Morpheus and Mark. We just huh? need that download and subscribe, <laughs> like, retweet, five stars. You need, to, you need to get that song, um, Zuckerberg. Oh, uh, Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> we need Zucker. to Zucker. <laughs> Yeah, we need to remix that. God, yeah. that. There we go. Yeah, so let's crazy. do that. Let's do that. Well, you can remix just cover it. it. You yes. do your own. We can definitely, we can definitely do that. Trap, trap remix. Yeah, <laughs> work on that. I love it. But yeah, guys, we uh, ran out of time, but fuck, this was super fun. Um, yeah, just one last thank you. Thank yeah, you so thanks. much, guys. That was really yeah, fun. Hell yeah. Appreciate it. And thanks for the barbecue tips. I'll definitely yeah, actually yeah, when, yeah. when we link you can't in find NYC, Rosie's on the map. You can't find yeah. Rosie's on the map. You can't okay. find it. It's not on Google Maps. It's not Don't on even Google try. Google so does not you know, know Rosie's. You, you gotta you gotta contact me. 
Okay. I'll be <laughs> Rosie's plug when you, you gotta know a guy. <laughs> He's got those that This is the white too. list. This is the barbecue yeah. white list. Right <laughs> barbecue here. White list. To me. This is the barbecue right, list. So... <laughs> oh shit. I love that. Go. Um, but yeah, everyone, go make sure you follow Morpheus on Twitter. It's Morpheus, but without an S, it's got a 55. Uh, just one last thanks to Marcus and Morpheus. Go check out the OG collection as well as the new collection coming up. We don't have a date or a name yet, but keep an eye out for it. Uh, everyone from from everyone at NRN, we thank you for listening. And if we got nothing else, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Peace. Peace. Bye.